SRNED during production runs policy, December 19, 2012. These audio materials are presented for non-commercial informational purposes only. Due diligence was exercised in ensuring the accuracy of the materials reproduced. This reproduction is a copy of the version available on the CRA website under SR and ED program policies. A link to this policy document, available as of September 2015, is provided in the metadata of this recording. 1.0 Introduction This paper discusses the specific situation when experimental development is carried out during the operation of equipment or processes in a production or manufacturing environment. This occurs when the operation is part of the systematic investigation or search by experiment or analysis. For example, when experiments are carried out during production runs. Specifically, this paper looks at how to determine the costs associated with experimental development carried out during the operation of a commercial facility that are allowable expenditures for scientific research and experimental development, SR and ED, in tax incentives. Although the focus of this document is on situations where experimental development is performed in a production or manufacturing environment, the key principles and methodology described in this document also apply to other situations. However, care must be taken not to confuse the situation discussed here with what may appear to be similar circumstances. For example, the principles and methodology described in this paper do not apply to situations where production of materials to be used in sr &ED for testing or for experimentation in itself does not involve SR and ED. The following concepts are important to the understanding of this document. Production. Generally, production refers to the output from the process as well as the act of operating the process. Production output. For clarity, production output is used to refer to the output from the process, in other words, the product. Production run. In a commercial environment, Companies run processes and equipment for certain periods of time in order to achieve specific objectives. This is generally referred to as a production run. For example, a production run could involve the period of time during which a particular grade of material is produced for sale. A production run could also be a period of time during which changes to the process are validated. Experimental production. Experimental production is defined as the production output of experimental development that is required to verify whether the objectives of the SR and ED work have been met or if a technological advancement is achievable. The purpose of the production run, in which the output is experimental production, is to evaluate the technical aspects of the SR and ED project. Context of the production run Context of the production run refers to the circumstances under which the production run is carried out. When experimental development is performed during a production run, the context of that production run must be established since the allowable SR and ED expenditures vary depending on that context. In other words, the circumstances surrounding that production run will determine how the expenditures are treated. When experimental development work is performed during a production run, the context of the production run can be experimental development resulting in experimental production, ED plus EP, or experimental development in conjunction or simultaneously with commercial production, ED plus CP. ED plus EP. 
When there is experimental development and the production output is experimental production, the context of the production run is ED plus EP. For example, the production run, and therefore the experimental production, may be necessary to establish technological advancements that are applicable in practice to further resolve technological uncertainties or to evaluate the SR and ED project. Although this document focuses on production runs conducted in commercial facilities, the production output from the operation of a pilot plant is experimental production and, therefore, the context of the production run in a pilot plant is ED plus EP. When the context of the production run is ED plus EP, there is no simultaneous commercial work occurring and the costs associated with the production may be allowable for SR and ED expenditures. For more information on allowable SR and ED expenditures, please refer to the pool of deductible SR and ED expenditures policy. Excess production. Any production beyond that required for the SR and ED is called excess production. When the context of the production run is ED plus EP, only the amount of production output required for the SR and ED is the experimental production. ED plus CP. When SR and ED is involved in a production run, but the context of that production run is not ED plus EP, the context of the production run is ED plus CP. For example, when SR and ED is conducted in an existing manufacturing or processing facility, it is generally carried out for process or product improvement while commercial operations are taking place. In this situation, while process indicators are being monitored, changes are made to the process parameters in a way that minimizes the adverse effect on the quality of the output in order to continue with regular production. The objective here is to obtain a set of operating parameters that will result in an improved process or product without sacrificing output quality. Under this scenario, even though there is SR and ED work being performed, for example, the technical results from the production run might be used in an attempt to achieve the SR and ED project objectives and or the technological advancement. The production output is commercial production and the context of the production run is ED plus CP. When the context of the production run is ED plus CP, the costs must be apportioned between SR and ED and non-SR and ED work. Costs attributable to commercial production are not allowable SR and ED expenditures. It is important to note that the subsequent sale of production output, whether it results in a profit or a loss, or any other subsequent use of production output from a production run, does not determine whether the context of the production run is ED plus EP or ED plus CP. This is because there may be any number of reasons why the production output of commercial production, which is usually sold for profit, is not sold. Just because it is not sold does not mean it is experimental production. Likewise, there may be situations where the experimental production may be sold, although the subsequent sale or other use is normally only incidental or secondary to the carrying out of experimental development work. For information on how to determine if the context of the production run is ED plus EP or ED plus CP, see section 2.0. For information on how the expenditures are treated depending on that context, see section 3.0.
2.0, a methodology for determining the context of the production run. 2.1, identifying production runs that are part of the experimental development work. It is important to note that the SR and ED must be clearly established before applying this methodology. Please refer to section 2.1 of the eligibility of work for SR and ED investment tax credits policy. If it is determined that there is SR and ED, then the extent of the SR and ED must be identified. Please refer to Section 2.2 of the Eligibility of Work for SR and ED Investments Tax Credit Policy. Determining the extent of the SR and ED requires identifying the specific production runs that are a part of the experimental development work. This includes, for example, determining that the production run is required for SR and ED, identifying the section of the commercial facility involved in those production runs, establishing a clear rationale for what part of the production line or process was involved in the SR and ED, identifying the duration of each production run, what period of time was required to evaluate or validate the SR and ED, identifying the personnel who performed the SR and ED, and identifying what materials were used in the SR and ED. This is important in order to help isolate SR and ED work from any excess production or other excluded work, for example, putting the product into a saleable state. Determining the context of each necessary production run, whether it is ED plus EP or ED plus CP, is part of determining the extent of SR and ED. The purpose of determining the context of the production runs is mainly to apportion the costs between SR and ED and non-SR and ED work. Having identified that a production run is part of the SR and ED work, the context of that production run can only be ED plus EP or ED plus CP. It is possible that experimental development includes several production runs and the context of one or more could be experimental development resulting in experimental production, ED plus EP, while the remaining would be experimental development with commercial production, ED plus CP. Therefore, the context must be determined based on the facts for each production run. 2.2. Determining the context of a production run that is part of the experimental development work. The context is determined by assessing the characteristics of the production run against the requirements that establish its context to be ED plus EP. If the requirements are met, the context of the production run is ED plus EP. If they are not met, the context of the production run must be ED plus CP. The context of the production run is ED plus EP when there is a technical risk to the process or product, provided that the technical risk be attributable to the technological uncertainties. This technical risk arises mainly because of the need to test process parameters, including combinations thereof, outside normal established process, procedures, ranges, and tolerances. Whether the technical risk to the process or product justifies the ED plus EP, determination is based on technical considerations, see section 2.2.1, and applicable evidence, see section 2.2.2. 2.2.1 Technical Considerations to Establish Technical Risk The following technical considerations help to make a preliminary evaluation 
that there is technical risk to the process or product. The extent of the changes being undertaken is such that it is uncertain how the experiment will impact the process or the manufactured product. The SR and ED involves a change to the process resulting in a potential change to the technical specifications of the product and or there is a risk that the process itself may become unstable leading to output inconsistencies, production interruptions, and or stoppages, or even equipment damage. The efficiency of a new process combination is uncertain. The SR and ED could result in yield losses over and above normal yield losses. There is potential for a negative impact on the modified process. The characteristics of the new product and associated processes being studied are different from normal or existing products and their associated processes, i.e. the normal established operating states such that it is uncertain how the experiment will impact on the process or the product manufactured. 2.2.2 Evidence Establishing the context of the production run must also take into account the available evidence. Suitable records must support the rationale for the context of each production run as ED plus EP. The facts must support the preliminary evaluation based on the technical considerations described in Section 2.2.1. In other words, it is a combination of technical considerations supported by evidence that makes it possible to determine the context of the production run. The examples of the types of evidence that suggest the presence of a technical risk in the context of ED plus EP are listed below. Specific experimental operating instructions and other consistent records were prepared for the production run as part of the original project plan. Special tracking, classification, monitoring, or recognition of the project product occurred. Meeting minutes or other relevant sources of supporting information were available to substantiate and corroborate the planning and technical risk associated with the production run. Senior management gave the authorization to proceed with a production run that involved a technical risk to the product or process. There was significant input and close monitoring of the work by technically qualified individuals, technical personnel, or contractors. Additional technical personnel or supervision were present. Specific monitoring strategies and operating instructions for the experimental development were communicated to the operating staff. There was design of specific experiments and monitoring and analyzing test data from the production runs. The experimental process introduced significant changes that affect the core of the regular production process. Production quantities commensurate solely with the needs of the experimental development project were used at each stage in contrast to what was normally produced. The experimental development was performed on a dedicated experimental line separate from the commercial system or on a production line borrowed solely for this purpose. A smaller quantity than normal was produced. There were large incremental SRNED costs based on the facts of the case. The SRNED costs were significant in terms of the overall standard costs of production. This is not an exhaustive list, nor is it intended to be used as a checklist. 
The different forms of available evidence will depend on the technical considerations identified, as well as the particular project itself. Hence, the number of factors met is not relevant. No one factor carries a greater weight than another, and no one factor in isolation is determinative. Since it has already been determined that the production runs are part of the SR and ED, if the technical considerations and the associated evidence do not support the determination that the context of the production run is ED plus EP, then the context of the production run must be ED plus CP. 3.0 SR and ED expenditures associated with production runs. When the context is ED plus EP, for the cost incurred on experimental production to qualify as SR and ED expenditures, the production runs or a portion of the production runs must be required for evaluating or validating the SR and ED project. When the production is not required, it is referred to as excess production. Labor, overhead, and material costs relating to any excess production are not allowable SR and ED expenditures. Costs attributable to commercial production are not allowable SR and ED expenditures. For more information on allowable SR and ED expenditures, please refer to the Pool of Deductible SR and ED Expenditures Policy. 3.1 Allowable SR and ED expenditures in the context of ED plus EP and ED plus CP. Expenditures Salaries or wages, ED plus EP. Salaries of employees who are directly engaged in experimental development work resulting in the required experimental production are an allowable SR and ED expenditure. Non-specialized employees required to produce the required experimental production may be considered directly engaged provided certain requirements are met. Please refer to Section 7.1.1 of the SR and ED Salary or Wages Policy. Salaries related to any excess production or other excluded activities are not allowable. ED plus CP. Salaries of employees who are directly engaged in experimental development work are an allowable SR and ED expenditure. Non-specialized employees performing SR and ED work may be considered directly engaged provided certain requirements are met. Please refer to Section 7.1.1 of the SR and ED Salary or Wages Policy. Expenditures for salaries or wages attributable to commercial production are not allowable SR and ED expenditures. All costs usually incurred for the normal commercial production must be excluded from the claim. Only the excess costs associated with the experimental development work are allowable. Costs of materials consumed or materials transformed, ED plus EP. Cost of materials consumed in the ED plus EP is an allowable SR and ED expenditure. Costs of materials transformed into the production output of the ED plus EP will be attributable or in respect to SR and ED and is an allowable SR and ED expenditure. Costs of materials transformed in excess production is not an allowable SR and ED expenditure. All costs of input materials incurred before the start of the production run 
or the SR&D portion of the production run are attributable to the commercial production since there is no experimental production carried on. Costs of materials consumed or materials transformed for ED plus CP. Only the additional, incremental costs of materials consumed or transformed because of the experimental development occurring during the production run are allowed. Materials that would in any case have been consumed or transformed in a commercial production are not attributable to experimental development. Hence, the fact that standard materials, those normally used for commercial production, are required for the prosecution of experimental development does not make their cost an allowable SR and ED expenditure. All costs of input materials incurred before the start of the production run or the SR and ED portion of the production run are attributable to the commercial production since there is no experimental development carried on during that time. Costs relating to the incremental loss of materials resulting from their processing may be claimed as costs of materials consumed in SR and ED, provided that the loss is reasonably attributable to the experimental development. For example, a reasonable estimate could be the cost related to the actual loss of materials minus the cost related to the standard loss of materials resulting from processing. Any other reasonable method may be used if it is supportable and verifiable. Overhead and other expenditures, traditional method only, ED plus EP. Overhead expenditures are allowable under the traditional method if the costs are directly related and incremental to the prosecution of SR and ED. Cost of overhead for excess production is not an allowable SR and ED expenditure as excess production is not required for evaluating or validating the SR and ED project. Overhead and other expenditures, traditional method only, ED plus CP. Overhead expenditures are allowable under the traditional method if the costs are directly related and incremental to the prosecution of SR and ED. Overhead expenditures attributable to commercial production are not allowable SR and ED expenditures. ITC recapture, ED plus EP. The investment tax credit, ITC, recapture rules apply to recapture all or a portion of the ITC relating to the cost of materials transformed if the production output is sold or converted to commercial use. Any proceeds from the sale of experimental production should not be taken into account when determining the SR and ED expenditures attributable to experimental production. The ITC recapture rules do not apply in respect of SR and ED labor costs and overhead expenditures incurred by a claimant. Further, the CRA generally does not apply the ITC recapture rules on materials consumed. For an example of ED plus EP and the ITC recapture, see section 4.2. ITC recapture ED plus CP. The ITC recapture rules apply to recapture all or a portion of the ITC relating to the cost of materials transformed when the commercial production is sold or converted to commercial use. The ITC recapture rules do not apply in respect of SR and ED labor costs and overhead expenditures incurred by a claimant. 
Further, the Canada Revenue Agency generally does not apply the ITC recapture rules on materials consumed. 3.2. Alternative Approach Incremental Cost Method for ED plus CP In some cases involving production runs, where the context is ED plus CP, it may be difficult to apportion expenses between the SR and ED and non-SR and ED work. An alternative approach in determining an estimate of total allowable SR and ED expenditures may be used. This approach identifies an overall amount of incremental costs incurred as a result of SR and ED. This method can be used when either the traditional method or proxy method is selected to calculate SR and ED expenditures. It is not necessary to show that a specific expenditure item meets the incremental test on its own when using this approach. The overall amount of incremental costs may be calculated as the difference between the actual costs incurred for the ED plus CP production run minus the standard production costs attributable to commercial production without experimental development. The standard commercial production costs are normally readily available and should be verifiable by CRA staff. The standard commercial production costs should not be substantially different from the actual costs of normal commercial production. The incremental costs are allowable Canada Revenue Agency SR and ED expenditures to the extent they are reasonably attributable to the experimental development. Note, in cases where a standard cost is not available, the CRA will accept a comparable cost chosen by the claimant and supported by evidence, provided that the result gives a reasonable estimate of the SR and ED expenditures. The use of the alternative approach provides a reasonable estimate of SR and ED costs. However, there is usually a small incremental salary or wages incurred for the non-specialized employees directly engaged in a production run where the context is ED plus CP. Administratively, the CRA will accept a reasonable, supportable, and verifiable allocation of the salary or wages of the non-specialized employees to SR and ED. However, no amount should be allocated for work done before the start or after the end of the experimental development portion of a production run. An alternative approach to estimating a claimant's allowable SR and ED expenditures may be used if all of the following conditions are met. It is impossible to isolate the SR and ED work, that is, neither the claimant nor the CRA can isolate the work. The CRA agrees with the use of this approach meaning it is of the opinion that it is appropriate to use such an approach in the context. For example, only a portion of the work can be isolated and the claimant agrees with the use of this approach and has signed a waiver of the right to object or appeal under subsection 169 2.2 of the Income Tax Act. This is because this approach is not founded in law and is only available on an administrative basis. If there is no joint agreement regarding the use of such approach, only the cost attributable to substantiated SR and ED work can be considered for the SR and ED tax incentives. However, if the claimant submitted a claim using this alternative approach and the segregation of the work could have been made, the CRA will accept the use of this alternative approach, but not for years subsequent to the first CRA review where the claimant utilized this approach. 
Although the use of the alternative approach may be accepted, the CRA must agree on the basis used for estimating the overall amount of incremental cost. See section 4.1 for an example of the alternative approach. 3.3 Continuous Processes A company may perform production runs using multi-stage continuous processes that transform step-by-step -step the raw material to its final product. The following are examples of possible situations. Situation 1. Company ABC's manufacturing process is comprised of five steps. The company undertakes an experimental development project in step 3. The context of the production run is ED plus CP. The experimental development work includes the transition period, ramp up, leading to the experimental development work in step 3. The experimental development work ended before the ramp down period returning to standard production in step 4. There is no experimental development work in steps 1, 2, 4, and 5. Comments. There are no allowable SR and ED costs for steps 1, 2, 4, and 5. Costs are attributable to commercial production. SR and ED costs for step 3 are subject to the rules governing the situation ED plus CP. The cost of the input materials for step 3 is the cost of producing the materials in steps 1 and 2. Only the additional incremental costs from step 1 and 2 of the input materials consumed or materials transformed in step 3 are allowed because the experimental development occurs during step 3. ITC recapture rules apply to the costs of materials transformed claimed as SRNED expenditures. Situation 2. Same as Situation 1 above, in other words, ED plus CP, but the experimental development work is performed in each of the five steps. Ramp up before Step 1, ramp down after Step 5. Comments. SR and ED costs for Steps 1 to 5 are subject to the rules governing ED plus CP. ITC recapture rules apply to the costs of materials transformed claimed as SR and ED expenditures. Situation 3. Company ABC's manufacturing process includes five steps. The company undertakes experimental development work in step 3. The experimental development in that step is so extensive that all the production line from step 3 onwards was dedicated to the experimental development. The claimant determines that the context of the production run is ED plus EP. The experimental production was required to evaluate or validate the experimental development project and the technical considerations and evidence corroborated the determination of ED plus EP. Comments. The rules relating to ED plus EP apply to costs incurred from steps 3 to 5. The cost of input materials required for step 3 is allowable as SR and ED expenditures once the materials were consumed or transformed because of the experimental development performed in step 3. The cost of the input materials includes the cost of producing the materials in steps 1 and 2. ITC recapture rules apply on the costs of materials transformed that were acquired from a third party if the experimental product is sold or converted to commercial use.
4.0 Examples 4.1 Example 1 Alternative Approach for ED plus CP A claimant is conducting experimental development work and the context of the production run is ED plus CP. The continuous production process consists of five stages. The claimant has determined that the experimental development starts at stage 3 and ends in stage 5. In this example, the traditional method was chosen. Therefore, all the costs associated with stages 1 and 2 are attributable to commercial production, which is excluded work. The following costs are incurred for stages 3 to 5. Cost. Salaries or wages of specified employees doing experimental development. Actual, 10,000. Standard, 0. Incremental, 10,000. Salaries or wages of non-specialized employees. Actual, 31,000. Standard, 30,000. Incremental, 1,000. Materials consumed. Actual, 20,000. Standard, 9,000. Incremental, 11,000. Materials transformed. Actual, 100,000. Standard, 91,000. Incremental, 9,000. Overhead. Actual, 39,000. Standard, 30,000. Incremental, 9,000. Total. Actual, 200,000. Standard, 160,000. Incremental, 40,000. The allowable SR and ED expenditure is $40,000. When the product is sold or converted to commercial use, the ITC recapture rules apply only on the allowable $9,000 of materials transformed in SR and ED. If the claimant had elected to use the proxy method, the allowable SR and ED expenditure would be $31,000 because overhead expenditures cannot be specifically claimed under this method of determining SR and ED expenditures. For information on the method for determining expenditures, please refer to the traditional and proxy methods policy. 4.2 Example 2 ED plus EP A textile manufacturer's work to modify a weaving machine to increase the rate of production by 50% has been determined to be experimental development. Analysis of supporting facts and evidence indicates that the context of the production run is ED plus EP. A series of test production runs are required to assist in the resolution of the technological problems involved with these modifications. The test production runs produce fabric of poor quality which is sold for $15 per meter. Due to numerous shutdowns to make adjustments and unusually high waste, the test production runs cost $35 per meter to produce, $5 for materials wasted, $5 for materials transformed into fabric, $15 for directly engaged salaries, and $10 for overhead. The materials were purchased from an arm's length supplier. Total production was 1,000 meters and the Research and Technology Advisor found it to be reasonable and necessary for the SR and ED. A summary of the expenditures under both the proxy method and the traditional method, which would be allowable as SR and ED expenditures, is given below. Salaries, proxy, 
$15,000. Traditional, $15,000. Materials consumed, proxy, $5,000. Traditional, $5,000. Materials transformed into the fabric, proxy, $5,000, assuming all or substantially all for SR and ED. Traditional, $5,000, all, assuming all or substantially all for SR and ED. Overhead, proxy, not applicable. Traditional, $10,000. Total expenditures, proxy, $25,000. Traditional, $35,000. Prescribed proxy amount, proxy, 65% of $15,000 or $10,000. Traditional, not applicable. Qualified SR and ED expenditures, proxy, $35,000. Traditional, $35,000. ITC at 35%, proxy, $12,250. Traditional, $12,250. Recapture ITC, proxy, $1,750 or 35% of $5,000 materials transformed. Traditional, $1,750 or 35% of $5,000 materials transformed. Net effect on ITC. Proxy, $10,500. Traditional, $10,500. These audio materials are presented for non-commercial informational purposes only. Due diligence was exercised in ensuring the accuracy of the materials reproduced. This reproduction is a copy of the version available on the CRA website under SR and ED program policies. A link to this policy document, available as of September 2015, is provided in the metadata of this recording.